0: Hey, it's Charlie here. Welcome to episode 81 of the Your Time to Grow podcast. If you don't know me, I'm a certified personal and career coach who helps you minimise your doubts and maximise your potential. I am also a procrastinator. And one of my biggest reasons for procrastinating is not knowing what to do. So in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to get started when you don't know what to do. When it comes to some tasks, I think that really I'm an accidental procrastinator. Part of it is because I'm thinking it's going to take me ages to learn how to do something. Or it's going to be really difficult. Or I'm going to be rubbish at it. Or a combination of all of those. There's a limiting belief right there, folks. So, what I wanted to talk to you about today is how to get started when you don't know what to do. So let's take this limiting belief of mine. The problem with this limiting belief is that it starts pervading the rest of my life and decision making. I and you, perhaps if you feel similarly, start wondering if you can do anything. That little voice inside your head can move into critical mode and tell you that it's scary, it's difficult, that you're not capable. It goes into overdrive with the what ifs this in turn causes anxiety worry stress guilt it feels overwhelming and so we do nothing at all it's worth having a look at the eisenhower matrix as well this feeling if you look at the eisenhower matrix would fall into the bottom right hand corner and this is why i and many other people procrastinate at this point so the eisenhower matrix if you don't know Looks at things that are urgent versus important, and that bottom right hand corner is things that aren't urgent and aren't important. So, think things like doom scrolling through social media, um, binge watching telly with no kind of real interest as to what you're watching, or you know, time limit on how long you're going to watch for, or just generally kind of thinking that you're busy but not really being busy. And often the reason we end up in this quadrant of the Eisenhower Matrix is because in our brain everything feels urgent and overwhelming. We can't decide what to do, so we don't do anything. So, what's the one thing to get started when you don't know what to do? Do something. Anything. Some folks go big, and that's cool for them. My advice, pick the smallest thing and do that. Give yourself a deadline or put it on a list to tick off if you prefer that kind of way of working. Taking action brings freedom to choose and to change. It brings relief, pride, resilience. It brings information to make new decisions. And getting started doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You're going to make mistakes. We all do that. That's what helps us grow. Remember too that as... Much as we try, we cannot prepare for every eventuality. I know I've tried on numerous occasions. But when I was preparing for my second daughter, when I thought I'd finished and got it all covered, life surprised me and she came a month early and I was not at all prepared for that. So breathe. It's okay to worry. That's normal. But when it stops you reaching your goals, it's time to get help. And or make some small changes. Acknowledge your feelings and work through them. There is no right way to do things. And it's time to do it your way. But what about the not knowing? The uncertainty? The great thing about not knowing something is that we don't know it. We don't even realise that we don't know it to start off with. And this is the start of the conscious competence ladder. It's called unconscious incompetence. Once we realise we know something but not everything, we might give ourselves a hard time but we might also ask for help. This is the conscious incompetence phase. We might practice at that skill and get better at it. We feel confident in our ability. This is called conscious competence. And finally, we can zone out and we can do it without thinking. And this is unconscious competence. Let me give you a real life situation. So when you are young, you can't drive. You have no idea what driving will be like. You don't know how difficult or easy it's going to be. You probably think it looks pretty easy on the face of it. Because your parents do it or your, you know, guardians or whoever is driving you around does it. But we don't really know. Um, to be honest, we don't think about it. We just jump in the car and mum and dad or whoever drives us wherever we're going. That's unconscious incompetence. Then we reach an age where we think to ourselves, right, I'm going to learn to drive. And we do a first couple of lessons and we're like, okay, so this is going to be okay. I can probably learn this, but it feels really hard right now. And I keep forgetting, you know, and I'm crunching the gears and I'm juddering along the road. And when I think I've got it, I forget something else and it just feels really hard. And that's where we might ask for help from our instructor. But we're giving ourselves a hard time because we're like, "Ugh, I know that I'm really bad at this. So I'm consciously aware of how incompetent I am. And time goes on and we practice our driving and we get better. And we start to feel confident and maybe we pass our test. So now we know consciously that we are competent at this because we now have a piece of paper that says, yes, you can drive. And years pass Probably not even years to be honest. I remember feeling this quite soon after driving, maybe six, 12 months. We get in the car, we drive somewhere, and quite a lot of the time we don't even remember the journey. We just did it and we are now unconsciously competent at it. We don't have to think about it, we can just do it without thinking. However, you can move up and down this ladder. So let's say, for example, a big snowstorm comes and you are halfway down the motorway. This happened to me when I moved to Cambridgeshire. And I'd left Nottingham. I was driving home after a weekend um, and halfway I got to about Peterborough and this snowstorm like, appeared out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I had to go back into uh, consciously being competent at this I had to think about how you drive in a snowstorm I had to I turned off the music I put both hands on the wheel um at the kind of 10 to 2 position I checked my mirrors more regularly than perhaps I would have done and I really really remember very vividly that journey home and I got home and my knuckles were completely white with fear I hated every second of it and all the while I was thinking is there anywhere I can pull off this road um And there wasn't because, you know, Finland and um, and so you can move up and down this ladder. So I just wanted to kind of give you that example, because when we don't know, we don't know. But the good thing about all of this is that we learn. So if you don't know whether you know something or not, or even if you have that gap in your skill set, then you don't know. But when you become aware of it, you can do something about it. So if you need to learn it. Then you can find out where you get that information from and then research it and find a method that works for you. So, for example, you might ask for help or you might help yourself or you might do a combination of the two. And if it doesn't need to be you that learns it, you might delegate it to somebody else. And you'll know if you're heading down the wrong path for you um, because your senses will tell you and you can trust them. And remember that we don't know what we don't know and so we have to trust ourselves. We make any decisions with the information that we have at the time and we can almost always change our mind if we receive additional information. You don't need to know how to trust yourself, you just do and you'll feel it. So think of the thing that you're not doing, the thing that you're procrastinating on have a think about why that might be so is it because you know that you are consciously incompetent at it is it that you um, don't know where to get started is it that you are thinking it's going to be really tricky or take you a long time then break it down into smaller things so if for example you think it's going to take you a long time what's you know how long is that time do you think um how do you know have you done something similar before is there anyone you could ask to either delegate it to them or to find out how long you know they an experienced person think it takes to to do so a, a typical example of this actually is people searching for jobs so they say to me well I've got to spend loads of time searching for jobs and when I say to them actually you only need to spend an hour a week searching for jobs they're like oh wow i didn't realize that i thought it was going to take me much longer so um understand what you're worried about what you're procrastinating why you're procrastinating then you challenge the limiting belief and you say okay so is it true and if it is going to take a long time and it is a process that um, is very uh, complex then break it down into tiny tiny steps and then take that first step If it's that you don't know the information, so you're aware that you don't know it. And so you're kind of moving from that unconscious incompetence into conscious incompetence, then find out and then you can challenge it. And then again, you can break it down to the small steps. But by taking that action and thinking about it can be that first action. You start to free up and see where your um, choices might be and then what action you can take towards them. thanks so much for listening today remember to leave any comments or questions and i will pop back and answer them you can also join my linkedin group for live videos webinars and wisdom from the rest of the tribe and if you are feeling stuck or you're procrastinating and you need some support then get in touch over at yourtimesgrow.com where you can find information about uh, the career confident course or information on how to get in touch and start some coaching with me Join me back here next Tuesday for the next episode.